Welcome to Funded by Source, a new conversation about expanded consciousness, creativity, ritual, and entrepreneurship in the digital age. Funded by Source is here to remind you what you already know deep within. We are here to weave a new story of abundance, one that's beyond logic, spreadsheets, and hashtags. My intention is to activate ripples of courage for you to share your own voice and medicine with the world, trusting that when you follow the whispers, you are fully funded by source. In a world of outsourcing, we will explore the things that you can only insource, revealing the unique path that you came here to walk, creating your own definition of success. I am your host, Xenia, an award-nominated storyteller, guide, and creator of the Conscious Social Media Method. I am here to hold space of curiosity, play, courageous communication, and unwavering trust as we dive between the physical, the digital, and the unseen realms. Before we start, I have one question for you. Are you open to miracles? Welcome back to Funded by Source, where the exploration that feels most alive for me as your host right now is how can I be fully expressed as my authentic self, listening to the whispers, going with what feels right in my heart, and be fully funded by Source with that. And the topic of today's episode is TikTok and how it plays into that. In the spring of 2020, I decided to do an experiment of pushing myself out of my comfort zone, getting comfortable on TikTok, mastering the short form video storytelling. And at the time, strategically, I didn't know how huge short form video would become. Right now, it is the biggest driver on Instagram through Instagram Reels. It is becoming an important part of YouTube with YouTube Shorts. And it is undeniably an important format that can get your medicine, your message, and your offerings out there in the world in a playful way that captures the multidimensionality of you and your soul and your spirit beyond one-dimensional photos. I started the experiment with under 100 followers, maybe I had eight followers, and I ended up with over 350,000 followers on that TikTok account, which I started initially as an anonymous account under under a totally different username. I didn't tell any friends about it because I really wanted to push myself out of the box of who I know myself to be and how I know to show up on social media and be able to tap into what felt alive, what stories I wanted to tell when there was no script, when there was no scenario, no expectations. And I truly believe that it's that aspect of joyful playfulness and nothingness that I started with that led to success in the metrics, but most importantly, in the creativity that it unleashed and also the opportunities that it opened up for me. I ended up getting a couple of super aligned consulting gigs out of that, as well as a few super dreamy and aligned deals with brands where I got to create content for products I was already using and loving and talking about. If you're curious to check in on that series, it's all posted on Funded by Source podcast. Just search my TikTok experiment and 
those episodes should come up. I believe there's four or five updates from that series. There's also a few of them that I posted on my YouTube channel, At Home with Xenia. So if you're a visual learner and you want to see some of the examples that I'm bringing into the space, then you can head over there. The reason why I am reopening this can of magic with you today is because during my one-on-one consults or some of the group sessions that I have been leading as a guest at different masterminds and programs, the question that comes up a ton is, should I get on TikTok? Or for some, it's, I got on TikTok, but I'm lost. Is it worth my time investment, my energy investment? What should I do? And I will tell you right away, there is no right or wrong, yes or no, black and white to that. And I believe like with anything else in this new paradigm of storytelling, marketing, and business, it's really about tapping into your intention. What lights you up? What brings you joy? What kind of stories are you meant to bring into the world at this time? And what do you have the energy for? Because as Lopa Vandermersch, one of my recent guests, founder of Rasa, was talking about energy intelligence, it is so important to make decisions of what to launch and how to put ourselves out there, taking into account the fact that our energy is not unlimited. It is in theory in divine perception of it for sure. And we can tap into extra reserves at all time. But in this physical paradigm of being a body, it's important to have the courage to say no to things that are not 100% yes and choose only those things that are fully lighting you up. So with TikTok, my first question back to you, if you're wondering whether you should get on it or put more energy into it, is what is your intention? Why do you think that you need to be on TikTok? Is it because you think you're missing out and there's a little bit of FOMO going on and you're missing opportunities, you're missing clients or sales, whatever that is for you? Or is it because you know deep inside your soul that there are some opportunities and some miracles and connections available for you on TikTok that you haven't seen on other platforms. And perhaps there's a possibility of unlocking a piece of yourself that the world hasn't seen yet. And through that self-expression, unfolding and unraveling even more of your medicine that you already bring into the world. The second prism is exactly how I see TikTok. And if it speaks to you, I invite you to try it on. Because ultimately, Your intention is important, your end goal is important, and the experience you know you're meant to bring to your viewers, to your customers, whether that's one person or millions. But ultimately, if you keep coming back to the shoulds of it, and if you keep trying to catch up with the Joneses and compare yourself to other people on TikTok or on Instagram Reels, it's just always going to feel like a chase where you're one step behind. So it's so vital to keep coming back to connecting to why you are on there and creating this possibility of miracles and spontaneous connections. Maybe only one person will see your TikTok, but that one person will be exactly the person who will sign your first book deal or become your first mentorship client Or maybe it's not even first, but maybe they will, through conversation, through one single thing that they mention, they will lead you to the next step on your path. 
It's happened to me so many times where I wouldn't know where I'm drawn to a certain type of content on TikTok or Instagram. And I just allow myself to go with it. And then a conversation happens or uh, an exchange of comments even without even going into DMs or emails or anything like that. And there would be one piece of information exchanged that defines the next step of my life, my career, and everything that I'm creating. So that sounds magical, doesn't it? And this is exactly how I see social media when we find the courage to give up the old paradigm expectations and norms of why it's important to be on social media and see it as a channel of our divine creativity and medicine to be expressed into the world and allow it to guide the way instead of having our brain dictate those steps. So if you would like someone to hold your hand as you dive into the world of TikTok, give you pointers and tips, My TikTok experiment is very practical, and at the same time, we dive into a lot of energetic explorations and tips in those series. And in this episode, we're doing something very special. My friend, Caro Arevalo, who is an incredible artist, I am a big supporter of her work. She was my guest on episode 104, 104, where she shared about the importance of trusting your essence and sharing it in the world and how that has led to her being able to quit her job as a bartender, do art full-time, as well as YouTube, and work with some aligned sustainable brands along the way. And I don't remember how it happened. This was in December 2020, where we struck up a conversation about Kato considering getting on TikTok, and I just had such a strong intuitive hit that That will be a powerful move that will allow not only others to connect to her medicine in new ways and in new dimensions, but it will also be a way for herself to tap into new aspects of her own medicine. So I was called to offer her a few mentorship sessions to really hold space and get clear on the steps of getting on TikTok and really into reels as well, because they are such similar formats that can be easily cross-posted. And I truly believe that once you master one of them, or at least get comfortable with one of them, you have mastered it all. So in this series, limited edition series, with Kato's permission that were recorded, we will be sharing the conversations that we were having about Kato getting on TikTok, and the steps, and the intentions, And some of it will be more strategic and practical, and some of it will get into the energetics of the courage to be seen. This is my first time releasing a conversation like this. It's kind of a combination between a coaching mentorship session, but also a chat of friends over cacao, over ceremonial cacao, which is exactly how Caro and I met. We shared about that in episode 104. So my intention for you is, if you've been thinking about new ways to express your medicine in the world, I hope that this gives you the courage and some steps and some energetic support, a container for you to listen to those whispers and take that next step, whether that is getting on TikTok posting that reel, getting on YouTube or YouTube shorts, or start your podcast. Anytime we're discussing something specific, it always applies to everything that 
lives around that as well, around that universe. So may you have the courage to trust the whispers that you've been receiving. And I hope you learn something that will empower you to trust your medicine in this conversation with Caro Arevalo. Some of the things we cover are TikTok as a psychedelic trip, coming up with a dream list of brands to work with and what steps to take from there, setting boundaries with consuming content on social media in a way that works for you, the pathway to start posting less and creating more in real life, cross-posting on TikTok and Reels, cutting energetic cords with a social media handle that is no longer aligned, and a challenge that Caro left me with to get comfortable in front of camera and on YouTube. I will be honest with you, I didn't follow through on taking daily videos, but I did create some videos inspired by the conversation that we had. So I'm going to link to that in the show notes under wherever you're listening to this podcast. That's where you can find the show notes as well as on fundedbysource.com. Funded by Source is also where you can find all of my current offerings, book a one-on-one session with me and look at what programs I have offered right now and explore other podcast episodes. Just type in a topic, a word, or a person that has been calling you and see what comes up and explore and take it in and allow yourself to be taken on a journey. Here's Caro Arevalo. So are you already drinking your cacao or do you want to Say a little blessing. I would love to have a blessing. Le damos gracias al corazón del cielo. Le damos gracias al corazón de la tierra. Le damos gracias al corazón del agua. Le damos gracias al corazón del fuego. Le damos gracias a los cuatro vientos que respiramos. Le damos gracias a nuestra luz interior. And especially today, I think, for this wonderful, magical connection that we are doing just for fun. Thank you so much. Yes. Cheers. I have a couple of notes here. Uh, before we get to okay. them, let's just check in with, I know you've been listening to the podcast and you already prepared a folder with some materials. So what has come up so far? Any questions or reflections, ideas? And then we can kind of crystallize and refine them through the questions. Yeah, so the first thing that came to me when I, you know, I opened my TikTok account, I downloaded the app, I started just browsing around, I started thinking to myself, what is my objective doing all of this? And I realized that I don't want to get caught in how many numbers and subscribers and people are interacting. I want to have fun. That just coming to that realization really took a heavy load from me. And, you know, because I was like going pretty slow, like dipping my tip very, very slowly, a little scared. But then when I realized I just want to do this for fun, it all just started like making sense. I did the folder. I started saving stuff in in the TikTok app. And yeah, I wanted to be a place for exploration. And as I was telling you on our first meeting, I've been scared of doing short form video because... I love having the vast time to do like a 30-minute video or whatnot. Also, when just I went to the homepage of TikTok and I started seeing everything and just how people, 
use the app and do their own videos, I realized that I feel TikTok is like a very chaotic psychedelic trip when Instagram is more of these like sober 3D normal day. And that's why it also feels more comfortable. And that actually is something that I'm pretty drawn to about TikTok. I love how it has all this never-ending different types of creation. I feel that the Instagram thing is very boxed. And I love this chaotic psychedelic trip I'm getting into. That's the best description of TikTok I've ever heard. (laughs) Going into more of the tech stuff, I'm still figuring out how to use the audio. I've saved a bunch of audio in my account. As far as I understand, I'm saving it so I can use it later. And yeah, I just realized I have a bunch of material ready. So I first wanted to explore that, which is everything that I put in the folder before actually creating new stuff, which I already have ideas. (laughs) But there's so much content that I already have that I could just start with that and see, you know, how to play with it. Right, with very little effort, because it's already shot, edited Mm -hmm. and everything. That's incredible that you already are dipping your toes in it, saving sounds. So first of all, did you know that when you like videos, they all get saved under your liked videos and you can see them from there if you want to? Mm -hmm. And you can also put that in private, right? You can put that in private, yes. Uh, I think by default that might be private. And then you also can add to favorites, which will save it to a separate folder. Mm -hmm. So usually I'm careful with what I like because if I want to go and reference something, I want to be able to find it. But the top, top, top videos that I want to be able to find in reference for creative ideas, I either add to favorites or I drop it into a note on my phone. So I have a running list of ideas and a note in my phone, which is like a short note and then a link to that video. And sometimes I reference it and sometimes I don't, but the act of saving it somehow imprints it in my mind. And then I just automatically start creating that content. Awesome. Uh, Quick question before we get into other things. So the videos that you have saved in that folder beautiful, beautiful videos. Are they Instagram stories that you shot within the Instagram app with the existing filters? Some of them are. Some of them are videos that I shot with my phone and then I either just left it as they were or I edited filters through Tessa. I see. Shortly, like a few months ago, I realized that sometimes when you record a video from the Instagram story filter the transitions of movement get choppy. So I stopped doing that. Yeah, that's a really good point, actually. A pro point for anyone who's like rated to up-level it. I've noticed that too. Okay, of those videos, what has been posted already on stories or reels or IGTVs and and what has not been posted? Nothing has been posted. Wow, you're sitting on a gold mine. I know, right? I've used just a few of them for Instagram stories which are not even on my highlights. So they already went away and I haven't used reels yet. That's why I'm so interested in this experiment we're doing. And yeah, I I haven't used any of it. All right. That's an amazing foundation. The main intention and objective is to have fun. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then from there, if we imagine that as the roots, the mycelium, it sprouts into different flowers And if we think about what those flowers might be, what kind of things would you be super excited to call into your life and work 
in 2021 and beyond. With the video creation, you mean? Yeah. I would first and foremost would love for other people to get inspired to start creating. And that can be from creating video, from people sharing, you know, their own creativity, from people painting. So whatever type of creation anyone is doing, I would love for anyone to feel inspired to create more by seeing my videos and to tap deeper into themselves. I I consume a lot of content that really makes me want to jump in my yoga mat or go outside and breathe fresh air. So I would also love to be one of those creators for others. Other thing, I would love to partner up with amazing brands and you know, create amazing collaborations with brands. What are some of the ideal dream mm. brands? Patagonia. I love Patagonia. I love not only all the projects that they do around the world. I love their clothing. I love their awareness on sustainability. That's the first one that came to mind. That's incredible that that's what you bring up because as I was going through your folder, I noticed your video where you're sitting on the river drinking cacao and your jacket is Patagonia. Yeah, I love them. And I think that jacket is made like from 99% of recycled something, which is great. All right, so Patagonia is number one. What else? I haven't thought about this. <laughs> Let's see. Art brands. I would love to partner up with Windsor and Newton. They are one of my favorite art brands in the world. I would love partnering up with Case for Making. They do earth and crystal-based watercolors. Those are the watercolors that I use. What else? Ecosia is an amazing brand. They are like a Google, but every all the money from ads goes to planting trees around the world. Oh, that's awesome. So it's a search engine. Okay. Give me one more. So we have a pretty list of five. You know, I just got a boiler suit from Reformation on ThreadUp. It was awesome. brand new with tags and fit me perfectly. And it's my first Reformation items. I was so stoked. Awesome. I love that. ThreadUp is another amazing brand. And I know you've partnered with them before. Through TikTok. Yes. It's awesome. Exactly. So it's totally possible. Okay. Amazing. So just the fact that you're even thinking about this now, and now that you have this list, it's just going to be on your radar subconsciously when you're creating content to create mm -hmm. possibilities for these brands to see where they can be part of it. You know what I mean? by you just thinking, creating sort of a pathway and an yeah. opening for those brands to be part of your lifestyle and work. Now those seeds are planted and just, mm -hmm. you will automatically, and it also sometimes intentionally be creating those pathways for them. So that's incredible. And it's so possible with your content, with how you express yourself. Have you, now my question is, have you ever tried reaching out to any of those brands in any way? Not any of those. Okay, amazing. So <laughs> a gold mine. And you have these things you would like to bring in, but you've never even allowed them to connect. What we're going to do now is create the foundation for this web to be spun, whether that ends up being like a miraculous way where they start finding you and reaching out to you, or you might just DM them on Instagram and say, hey, you know, I'm looking for partnerships for the next 12 months. Who's the best person to reach out to? You know, and awesome. because through your content, you will have created that opening for them to be part of it. I mean, for art brands, that's easy. You already use them. You already have a very much art driven account for brands like Patagonia. I feel like you already do have that content too. Now it just, you know, it will be maybe a little more intentional. Maybe like once you will post something 
and tag Patagonia so that they start seeing that you're actually organically using them and loving them. So by the time that you reach out requesting possibility for partnership, they will see that you've tagged them and you already love them and use them and it's, you know, authentic. Right. How does that feel, first of all? Exciting. It's a great place to be. So here's my question to you with TikTok. How much time are you called to spend consuming and researching and how much time you want to just post? You know, how important it is for you as someone who's very conscious about your social media use to set boundaries because it's really easy, mm-hmm. as you know, to get totally sucked in and end up consuming so much more than creating. So how are mm-hmm. you planning to set those boundaries between posting and consuming? What I've been doing with Instagram is every time that I go in the app, I go to post. And if I am scrolling, I always only scroll five posts. And I was thinking of just translating that into TikTok Then again, I have a doubt because I've been realizing that the more content you interact with through in TikTok, the more the app will be suggested for you. So I love that TikTok is this like chaotic psychedelic trip, but I would love for it to be a psychedelic trip that is curated for me, (laughs) you know? So I would love to... What you were saying on one of your podcasts, I would love to go into the app and not only see kids, you know, and of course, I'm not there yet. I spent like less than 30 minutes in the app altogether, maybe. That's the only thing that scares me of not really interacting a lot. Maybe at first, it would be totally fine to have more consuming, more of the consuming side of the app. Also to learn more and get inspired by what others are doing. Having it become custom for you is amazing because it's a lot more relatable, but it's also Mm -hmm. dangerous because then every time you open it, you don't want to stop scrolling. I definitely agree with you that when you interact with content, it starts serving you content that's a lot more related to you. And you might be shocked by the things you like because it might be totally out of the comfort zone of what you normally interact with on Instagram or YouTube, which is incredible because like you said, it totally blasts open the roof from what's possible and how you creatively express yourself. So um, my suggestion would be perhaps set a timer so that when you do engage with your feed, you know, so let's say it's 20 minutes at a time. And then, you know, probably after a week mm-hmm. of doing that a couple of times a week or every day, whatever suits you, you will see that your feed will become a lot more like you. And then another way you can uh, streamline this process even further is you can find your favorite creators from YouTube and Instagram on there, you know, is their content something you like? And if you do make sure you're watching it, you're liking it, you're favoriting it because all of these actions, they trigger the algorithm to serve you more of that. So maybe this week Mm -hmm. you can, you know, find three to five people that you already love on other platforms. If they're on there, find them on there and interact if you like, and, and don't, if you don't. Perfect. I love that. I That's something that I was actually starting to do yesterday. I was looking for a few artists that I love, Anima Mundi, just a few things that I love from different niches. I also looked for a few hashtags, thinking of what are the things I'm interested on. I looked for sustainability and I found Om and the City. I was able to find a few of the things. I was actually looking for Joanna Jinton. You mentioned her in one of your podcasts. And I love her YouTube videos, but I couldn't find her on TikTok. 
Yeah, she's not on there. Not yet. Yeah, yeah. She's more of a YouTube person. But yeah, there's a lot of sustainability and things like that and art. So, okay. Number one piece of homework is to find those three to five people or more from other platforms and interact with them and just start continue interacting in a timed way to refine your feed. And then I don't think we need to wait any much longer. Let's just choose. Okay, here's a fun exercise. How about you choose three brands from the list that we made and post one video with each one in them, whether that's mentioned in the caption or it's just in the video itself. Mm -hmm. Perfect. So, you know, the cacao one could be Patagonia. Then a tour of your studio could be one of your art brands. And then perhaps a third one, lifestyle slash style, could be of you either mentioning thrifting, you know, or directly thread up or reformation, something like that. Mm -hmm. So we've got studio, cacao, outdoors, and style slash lifestyle. I mean, and it doesn't even have to be that direct to create this pathway for, let's say, a reformation. It could be you posting mm -hmm. not even style. It could be you posting a zero waste or sustainability thing because that's a shared value that would be right. indirectly creating that pathway too. Mm -hmm. So then in the next week, you would choose three videos from your existing folder. I mean, unless you're inspired to create something new and just post them and don't like get stuck on hashtags or anything. Just get playful with it and get them up. And then if if you like, you can always repost them, cross post them on IG Reels. Because in my experience, it's kind of crazy how sometimes something does really well on TikTok and really bad on IG Reels and the other way around. So you never know. Right. What's amazing about posting on IG Reels is that once you post something new after it, it doesn't stop being shown to people. It continues being shown and recycled over and over again. So honestly, I think it's a pathway to start posting less and creating more offline because our content is yes. evergreen and discoverable. Mm -hmm. So, you know, some of the days when you yeah. would be posting static posts, you now can just put IG Reels out there. And it will take mm -hmm. you almost no time. I love that. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I am feeling very called to start cross-posting with Pinterest as well. I stopped using Pinterest. And I know it's a, an amazing platform. One close friend, she has a zero-waste school. And all her traffic is driven from Pinterest, which is amazing. Before we awesome. finish, I also wanted to tell you I had this since you're the YouTube queen, I had this big breakthrough the other day where, you know, I've previously hired YouTube consultants, just, you know, young people who have done really well on YouTube just to like pick their brain, get their take on it and give me advice. I've implemented a lot of those things, but I haven't really seen crazy growth. I mean, I have a couple of videos that have done really well and I actually did follow a lot of those steps. But I personally have never been too consistent. And I think one of the reasons it never took off is because I'm not consistent. And right. I find it really overwhelming to edit and shoot and be on camera. And, you know, it's, it's a lot of work. And you know that. And I realized that one of the things that has stopped me is right. I find it really stressful to be on camera. And I never really consider like, what if mm -hmm. I don't have to be on camera? What is just like me exploring shooting my experience behind the camera or like being in the far, you know, walking in the forest. And then I also came across right. someone who posts uh, the Eric follows who posts on TikTok different building tutorials. And what he does 
he just takes his TikToks and posts them on YouTube. So they're vertical. And one of his awesome. videos showing some tool, and maybe it's like 10 seconds, has half a million views. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. What if I just like dropped all the rules that it has to be horizontal? What if I dropped the rules of me having to be on it? So what I'm doing is I'm just taking the clips I already have on my phone, the cabin and renovation, posting them I there. I love that. And also just taking my top videos on TikTok, ones that went viral, and going to repost that on, on YouTube. Because why not? Yes. You know, a lot of people why are not? watching on the phone. So it can be. Yeah. Viral. So that was a huge breakthrough. And then there was another one. I love uh, that more specific ever since I posted my cabin video the other day all of this stuff has been coming up in my home feed of other people who live in a cottage in our ferries and I watched some of those videos mm -hmm. that tend to go really viral and this is so beautiful and this is so not me this whole time I've been trying to fit into something that's not authentically me what if I make the opposite of it so you know mm -hmm. those people are talking about how they left right. the city and moved to a tiny forest cottage and they're so happy and they're living this minimal lifestyle. And I'm like, that's not how it went for me. When we moved, everything went wrong and you can't really live on minimal money because everything in the country takes so much money. So what if mm -hmm. I just say cottage core gone wrong? Tell the truth of what can happen because I see so many kids commenting and saying, this is all I want in life. But no one's really yeah. talking about the hard part of it and the work mm -hmm. and the money that it takes and everything. So I love that. I feel it's so important, especially because I feel what you're saying. A lot of younger kids are thinking, this is the dream. This is what I need to do, thinking it will be the easiest move in the world when it's so important to also see all the work behind, like with you know, dropping your nine to five and being your own boss and or, or being a full-time artist. Sometimes a lot of people think it's the easiest job in the world. You get gifts all the time or whatnot. And it's so important to talk about the other side because at least I get inspired by seeing all the hard work that the tiny cabin uh, has meant for you, you know, and it's so beautiful to see all the work that is behind in order to achieve living in this place or whatever it is. It's, I love that. So one more question for you. What is uh, your TikTok handle? Because I couldn't find you. Caro, caro, arevalo. And is it intentionally dated here? I used to have it as Cafeina Coli when I downloaded the app the first time. And then I erased it. And I thought of reusing that one. But I wanted to try something different because I want to get rid of the Cafeina Coli But I still have so much merch with it, like my custom tissue paper and my stickers and my this and my that. So I think the only way to start cutting cords with that is stop using it in new platforms. Wow, it's happening. So this is a bigger beginning than uh, we thought. Yes. Okay. I also, after opening this account, I went ahead and did the same. I opened Caro Caro Arevalo on Instagram, just in case. So I just own it. Is there a reason it's a double caro? Is that what people call you? No, it was the other one was taken. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like it too. It's long, but it's all right. Before we close, I wanted to ask you, I love the idea of not having you on camera and maybe having voice off. I use that resource a lot because I feel very comfortable too. But something that I've been meaning to try is I... I did this like YouTube course from 
this creator lost LeBlanc. He makes a lot of travel videos. And one of his homework assignments was to just film yourself for every day for a week. 20 minutes every day, seven days. Just try it out and see how you feel from day one to day seven. And I know that, you know, we are exposed to the camera a lot but I really want to try it and I haven't done it because I feel scared to do it for some reason. Wow. So maybe that's something, if you're interested, we could dive into it together. Just start whenever you feel called to do it. If you ever do, you can just let me know and we can both do it at the same time. Let's do Separate, it. You know, just to do it. We're already week. started it. Awesome. Day one is done. We're filming. <laughs> <laughs> but the idea is you need to do it by yourself just to see how you start feeling more comfortable with your own camera. So what are you camera. supposed to be doing in those 20 minutes? Just talk to your camera, start recording, put it on a tripod and talk about anything for 20 minutes and just do it seven days, 20 minutes and see how it goes. Wow. Okay. Let's do it. Let's start tomorrow. Awesome. I'm down. It sounds so easy, but I haven't done it. So it's not as easy as it seems. <laughs> so do we want to talk about anything or would it be helpful to create like a theme? The idea, you can talk about whatever you want. The idea is just to get comfortable talking to your own camera because it would be like filming seven videos, you know? Right. That we don't usually shoot a video a day. Usually it takes longer. So it might just be interesting. How do you choose between using your camera versus your phone? I choose it between when I have it available, actually. <laughs> okay. Because I find that with the phone, if you shoot in 4K, about the you? quality is amazing. Yeah. I've been yeah. honestly using my phone for yeah. everything lately. It's really good quality. Yeah. My YouTube video that had like 1.8 million views, I shot everything with my phone. Wow. Okay. It's just whatever, whatever I have available, really. Let's do it. That sounds super exciting. Awesome. I said start tomorrow, so I'm going to set a reminder to do it. Me too. And uh, when any of those things are me up, too. let me know. And if you have any questions, tags or anything, or like text on top of it, let me know. And also know that on TikTok, once it's posted, you mm -hmm. can't edit it. So if there's a typo, the typo lives on. Okay. So <laughs> just triple check okay, everything and make sure it says what you want. And in my experience... Even if you don't use the hashtag, it still looks at the text, like the text counts. Both the text that's oh, on top of the video and text that's in the caption, they both count towards you being found. That's awesome. How many hashtags do you usually use per video? Honestly, lately I have found that even my video that went, went most viral, 55 million views, I didn't use a hashtag that was in that trend. TikTok just ended up putting my video on Whoa. the explore page because they liked it and because there was so much interaction. So in my experience, when I use hashtags that are on the popular page, thinking that, oh my gosh, I have the perfect piece of content. This is going to go viral. It has never worked. Never. So, you know, I like <laughs> take it really easy on the hashtags yeah. because there's some that I continue to use, like niche ones, cabin life or cacao ceremony, because there's not a ton of content. So I want to be able for people to find me under those. But other than that, not much has worked. So test it out, but don't expect anything out of them. I would say not more than three, like one to three would be a good amount to start with and just see how it does. Perfect. And then Perfect. after you post, also make sure that you have 
a pro account. Do you have the pro account? I don't think so. I didn't even know that was a thing. Uh, switch to pro account. Okay. In your settings. And that will give you access to insights. So about 24 hours after a post goes live, it will show you the stats of how many people watched it, how they found it, and how much time they spent watching it. Perfect. And then, okay, I'm glad we covered that. Sometimes you'll go in, most people come from a For You page. So you know it went viral and it got recommended and people liked it. And sometimes it's all from people who follow you. In the beginning, most of it will be from FYP. So... I'm going to go follow you, stay in touch, and we'll talk in two weeks, and we'll start filming daily, maybe even today. We'll see. Today or tomorrow. Okay. Sounds great. Let me know when you start, and I'll start. Okay. Sounds good. It's scary, but so excited. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, yes. So excited. Great with you. Thank you so much. This is amazing. I am so excited to be part of this. Thank you for trusting me, and happy full moon. Thank you for mentoring me. This is this is a dream. Thank you so much. It means the world.